Blog Talk Radio. All right, so here we are on another edition of the Eagles Best, episode 23. 23. Jordan year. That's right. That's a big deal. Wow, that's probably my first non-racing-related, like, the center country exactly. music star now. Apparently. Um, you know, playing a little bit. Yeah. You know what that's from? It's some movie, isn't it? Yeah, it's a movie. I can't think of it now. It's a good movie. All right. So, we got some people joining. Fun stuff going on. Got a little announcement here today on the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd, Josh PR guy. Go ahead and share this. Uh, let your friends know. Tune in. We got the Eagle Nest going on. We're back. Took a couple weeks off. Yeah. Been uh, healing up. Ready to go. How are you feeling? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. But let's talk about. We're going to be talking about Watkins Glen. Yeah. Right. We're going to talk about Pocono. We're going to talk about Watkins Glen. When you said. Pocono, you felt is kind of similar to a road course, right? Kind of. Three corners, mm-hmm. totally different, long straightaways. And they used to shift. Used to. But not anymore with the new package. Nope. So, yeah, we're going to recap Pocono, uh, talk about your truck race there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, we had a good time there. Beautiful up good in, time. in the Poconos. Beautiful, for sure. Uh, Forgot where we stayed, but it was all awesome. Casino. Yeah. T.Y. hooks up. I lost some money. I. What else talking about? Lost forty bucks because I'm smart. You're you do a really good job of like calculating risk. Just going in and be like, okay, I can stop at any point. Never. And I'm like, dude, I'm I know I can win. I just gotta. Do Is my beer getting long? Yeah, I knocked mine off. I kind of need to clean it up a little bit. So, all right, let's go ahead. So that's and, what we're talking about. Yeah. Kick-Ass Tweets of the Week, brought to you by Kick-Ass Beef Jerky. Use Boyd20 for 20% off. Check it out, kickassbeefjerky.com, for all your meat needs. And, guys, Kick-Ass Beef Jerky is bringing Pocono Raceway recap. Yep. Were they, they weren't there at Pocono, were they? Where were they at nope. last? Kentucky? I feel like we just saw Jeremy. He yeah. came here. He came here. Okay. Yep. And he was at Eldora. Absolutely. And we weren't there. We'll talk about and Eldora. Then, so we'll talk about Eldora. Wow, our list is completely jacked up. Yeah. We got to talk about Pocono. <laughs> we got to talk about Eldora. And Watkins Glen. We got to talk about Watkins Glen and some other fun stuff. So sure. go ahead and start. Okay. Where are you going to slide? Let me go ahead and launch this.
me? I know you don't like So me. we were talking, obviously, on the Facebook Live and not the podcast. But share this video. Put you in the running for a autograph 1A auto hat and an autograph card. And you said you don't like it to be called a hero card. Yeah. You don't consider yourself a hero. No. I don't think any race car driver is a hero by any means. No. You know what I mean? Just because like, you're – So, like, when fans will be like, can I get a hero card? I'm always, like, in the back of my mind, like, it's an autograph, autograph card. Yeah, let me go grab that. Yeah, it's, like, weird. Who's a hero to you? I mean, I think when you think about heroes, you got to think about people doing things that are willing to do it without any, like, expectation, any reward, any, like, someone that's not going to get notoriety by doing it. Mm-hmm. That's what I see here, right? Like, people that go out of their way to help others, people that obviously serve in the military, mm-hmm. things like that. People that are sacrificing things. Policemen, firemen. So, yeah, you're catching me off guard, but that, that would be, yeah, policemen, firemen, mm-hmm. things like that, not a race car driver, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it is cool to be a race car driver, and some people may think, you know, man, those guys drive really fast, and that's got to be superhuman type stuff and crazy, but I think it's hard to compare someone to someone that's going to, like, sacrifice their life or something. So, yeah, that's our little bit. That got, <laughs> deep, real that got deep real quick, <laughs> but uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, I'm sure we'll have some autograph cards at the next race, which we'll talk about that here shortly. Yeah. Well, let's back it way up. Let's talk about Pocono. Rewind. My last that race. Two weeks ago? <laughs> Felt like forever. Yeah, great. So, Pocono, we did something a little bit different, and I thought it was really cool. Um, I've been working on putting this together. You've been giving me your input. Um, we're going to release our first vlog of kind of the What does a vlog mean? Because I didn't really understand like, yeah. vlog. It's like a video. It's a blog. blog. It's, like, it's a blog. Yeah, and you're like, no, it's a, a blog. A blog, because it's video. A blog is like you write and now all I can think about is like, you know, getting frogs. Frog legs. What? Blog. Blog. Frog. Sure. Okay, go. So, anyway, I think that'll be really cool, though. I, I've been working on putting that together. You've been giving me your input. And I think that'll just be a unique view for, for your fan base to kind of see what all goes behind, you know, behind the scenes. We drove to Pocono, so a lot of people yeah. think that, you know, we just hop on a plane every single week and live the, the glamour life. And yeah. And it's not really that way. Yeah, we get to fly a lot. Yeah. You know, over there at Young Spider Sports, we fly a lot, so that's cool. But it's nice to drive. Like, I love country music. You love country music. We love old music. Um it's a lot different situation for you and I because we're really good buddies. So mm-hmm. the fact that we cruise up and down the road to the racetrack, it's cool to catch up, talk about things maybe not racing related, uh, catch up on that. So I love listening to music blaring. And you and I are the so same there's way. Some of that in the vlog where you said like four or five hours in the car is fun. Like good. You yeah. go through your playlist. You talk a little bit about life. You have snacks. And then once you kind of hit that, that always six delivered. hours, Kick seven hours. Beef jerky. Yeah. Seven hours, the beef jerky's done, <laughs> been demolished, and you're wore out, and your back hurts, and you're tired <laughs> of riding around, and it starts getting dark, and you start realizing you spent the whole day yeah. in a vehicle doing 65 miles an hour. still got a little bit of ways to go. And then when you get back to the shop, you got to hop in your personal vehicle and drive all the way home. The worst is after a night race and then you got to drive home after you've worked all day you raced all day and then you got to drive through the night we've done that a couple times that's rough but sometimes you got to give a little to get a little that's right so ty hooked us all up with an awesome hotel casino mount airy resort i think it's called that was beautiful 
beautiful in the Poconos. Awesome view from the room. Pretty cool uh, casino, so you can go make some money or lose some money. Uh, <laughs> but the food, we ate at a Guy Pieri. Guy, what's his name? Guy Pieri. He has yeah. The food guy. Cool hair. At his restaurant and had, uh, what did you end up having there? Ruben. Ruben. And I, I, yeah. I love Ruben. St. Louis. Rubens are really known for Philly cheesesteaks. We were in Philadelphia. So I ate like St. Louis and you ate like Philadelphia. Yeah. You were closer. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it was good food. All right. So, so let's pass we forward. had a solid day yeah, yeah. going. So two days. Let's talk about the race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Talk about the race from your perspective. My perspective, drop the green. We're hauling balls. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were moving up, stayed out of those first couple wrecks. Gained spots, held track position, which was good. Um, you know, it's important there. It's really hard to pass, get the arrow tight, things like that. Uh, next thing you know, we're in 13th at the halfway break, stage mm-hmm. two. I'm pretty excited. You know, you're going to get good. points at one point. Yeah, I was like, wow, yeah. man, this might be good. <laughs> and, you know, one of them things, come in and pit. I said it was a little uh, loose. We mm-hmm. tightened it up way too much. Yeah. Tightened it up way too much. And pit stop. And it was difficult, though, because you only had one stop. I mean, it was a short stop. race. Yep. Tires, fuel, make an adjustment, get a tear off, mm-hmm. got what you got. So you there. really had one shot to get it exactly how you wanted it. Should have left it. And uh, over-adjusted a little bit. Yeah. We lost some spots on pit road, which made the restart a little finicky. Mm-hmm. Um, came back up, finished 18. Yep. 18. Not bad. Definitely not anything to write home about, but we'll take it. We had a really cool truck with console vault on board, kick-ass beef jerky, 1A Auto, the Hunting Buddy app, DLX Mattress, Wilkerson Automation, FEMS Firearms, um, just so many great folks that help us get to the racetrack. Um, backyard for Main and Tail. Yeah. So Main and Tail was our large associate sponsor. Got to pass out, out some samples. Got to hang out. Uh, yeah. One of their representatives. Yeah, Vincent. It was cool. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of fun. Uh, pass out some samples. Some of that would be in the vlog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that got pretty interesting. Like yeah, people love that. It doesn't matter what kind of free stuff you have. Doesn't people will just t-shirts, yeah. koozies, shampoo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wow. The funny people will take it. I thought it was funny you handed somebody, I think, some conditioner, and they're like, "Dude, can I have the shampoo too?" And you had to go back in your bucket and make yeah. sure we got the shampoo and conditioner. Well, I didn't know the difference. Yeah. They both look like the same bottle to me. Yeah. It was fun. But I do use their shampoo and conditioner. See. Yeah, it's good stuff. Nice. It is. The big bottles. Do they use, I go through them four-ounce bottles every two days. Do they use the exact same stuff on horses, or do they just have, like, a different? Slightly like, different. Okay. Slightly I was going to say, because I know it's the same brand that you can use. A, yeah. But I so know. they make an equine line and, obviously, a human line. You can get that at Walmart. Human line. You can get it <laughs> uh, Amazon, all over the place. So pretty well-known brand. Awesome to have them on board. They're also on a cup car. So mm-hmm. that was cool that uh, – they're really supporting NASCAR as a whole, and uh, they've supported me at Dover and uh, Pocono. So, so that what, was fun. What made Pocono so tricky? Everyone, it's a tricky triangle. People say, what What do you think is the most difficult turn? For me, the most difficult corner was obviously turn two, the tunnel turn. Okay. Um, turn one, we were fast. Mm-hmm. Like, we were as fast as some really good guys through turn one. We could hold ground. We lost it in two, and three, we were just average, right? And all three corners are different, and you're worried about, like, okay, if we adjust too much for turn two, are we going to kill turn one? And then you're just in this rat race of 
chasing it. So you don't want to chase your tail too much. That's what you need to do in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt like turn one was our positive. We could pass people getting into turn two. Um, just tough deal, you know. So for us going back, I would say, man, we really got to make that thing turn better through turns two and three. Mm-hmm. But it may be two, three, and a one. So just kind of look at our setup overall uh, when we go back. But uh, trucks only go there once a year. So yeah. it's kind of you take what you can get, uh, see what happens. But we had good speed. Uh, excuse me, everyone on the Ilmore, that helped out a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, felt like our body was good. So it's got to build on it. I really felt like we were going to get a solid top 15 and just kind of came up a little bit short. Yeah. So let's take a little break. Yeah. Awesome. So while you're at it, hit the share button, get in. Mm-hmm. and just like 
I was rooting for him. Yeah. So I could relate to the fans rooting for me every weekend, but it was just weird. Like when I saw at the shop, then peel my name off and put his on, I was like, oh man, this is like hurt a little bit. Like hit right in the gut. It was a tough deal. But um, kind of like that world turned upside down. But um, one of them things, so you just got to do what you think's right. Uh, listen to your professionals that you surround yourself with. And I know it's tough news for you not to go to the racetrack, but uh, it is what it is. We're back better than ever. We're going to be solid uh, to go at Michigan. Like I said, 1A on board. But Eldora never disappoints. It's an awesome race. Like, I know some fans, you're probably going to talk about this. What did fans complain about? Oh, the track was too dry. Okay, that's the biggest problem. Caution. Yeah, and there was a lot of cautions. Caution lines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, toward the end. So, they don't count them, I guess, in the first couple stages, but then the final stage, they yeah, count Yeah, final them. stage or last 50 or yeah, something. something like that. I don't remember the rule exactly, but they start counting caution laps. And next thing you know, the fuel strategy that the 52 played out the window, he's good to go. Yeah. He's good to go. And go. the 27 truck dominated, really, the night was yep. the truck to beat, and then uh, he got caught up in, in some ruts. So, because he pit, weren't his fault or anything. And, uh, yeah, Friesen was able to hit that victory. So, so, talking about a guy who's a dirt guy, he's ran Eldora a ton in the truck, kind of expected to finally get a win. Cool that he got his first win at a track that really suits his style, um, as well as his first win with uh, Trip Roos, mm-hmm. which uh, was my crew chief, the first truck race I ran at Martinsville for Mittler Brothers. So, pretty cool. Uh, we lost Mike Mittler this year. Trip Bruce finally gets back in victory lane after like 11 years, which is cool for him. He's kind of rode that wave of good teams and small teams, and he also took a dirt guy to his first NASCAR yeah. truck series win. So pretty cool weekend all in all when you start looking at, you know, who you who you root for. Um, as a small guy and someone who's been with a lot of small teams, uh, it's cool to see those guys uh, get success. I'm not going to say the 52 is a small team by yeah. any means, but seeing what Trip Bruce has come through, seeing how far how hard the 52 has fought mm-hmm. um, to finally get a win. So many things hasn't gone their he's way. He's been in position to get wins. And I mean, he's sat every yeah, week. It hasn't quite worked out. So uh, you kind of cheer for those guys, especially when you're not in a race. It's easy to kind of sit back and, and pick a favorite. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. His little phone and Victor Lane dancing around. Oh, that was great. I tweeted that. That yeah. was pretty cool. Uh, got a lot of attention. So uh, all in all, I hope – the fans like Eldora. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I get to run it at some, <clears throat> at some point. We had some of our partners still go to the race. That's <laughs> got to be such a cool feeling for you to know your partners are so invested in you and that they love racing so much that they want to be at the track. Yeah. Even if we can't be there, like they, so, they want to be at the track. Good friend Jeremy from Kickass Beef Jerky, right? Mm-hmm. He admits, like, I didn't follow NASCAR that much until we became friends and started this partnership and really dove into the whole NASCAR thing. He goes, hey, bud, I'm not running Eldora. Here's the situation. Boom. He's like, all right, man, I'm still going. I'm going to go support the 20 team. I'm going to support Young's Motorsports. I'm going to, you know, promote Spencer Boyd while I'm there. And I'm a NASCAR sponsor. I still want to be there. So uh, it's cool that, you know, maybe his partnership with me has made him grow to love NASCAR. Yeah. He's a big dirt racing fan. So that was a big deal. Uh, He loved that. And then another partner that was there, Mm -hmm. our good buddy Ken from Console Vault. I say good buddy. These partnerships for me are all, they're not sponsorships. That's why I tell them all, all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's a relationship. I want you to, as the owner of the company or marketing guy, I want you to have my phone number. I want you to text me, talk to me. Um, Got to have that relationship because sure. there's so much more than just 
putting a logo on a race car, right? Um, so you work really hard on the logos on the race car and what image we have on social media. And then I really work the branding side. And with uh, Ken, he still went to the race. Yeah. And he didn't go into pits. He didn't do any of that fun <laughs> stuff. He went and was a true Great. spectator. And I was like, man, Ken, I wish I could help you out. Like, yeah. uh, man, I didn't realize you were still going. It's kind of a committed. crazy deal. Committed to the sport. Committed to the race. He met some Spencer Boyd fans, so that was cool to hear uh, that they were out there at the track and still supporting Spencer Boyd Eagle t-shirts yep. and stuff. So, hate I miss Eldora, but really stoked to be coming back at Michigan. So, go ahead and tell your friends. Tune in. Yeah. I'll be in the number 20, 1A Auto, Chevy Silverado. Breaking news live on the Eagles. And if yeah. you're just tuning in, Spencer Boyd will be back in the number 20, 1A Auto, Chevy Guns Motorsports this weekend. And a high-speed track this yeah. weekend at Michigan. Yeah. Um, you've ran Michigan in the Infinity car, right? Last year, yeah. With the so, Aero Duck package. So let's, let's talk a little bit about Michigan, kind of going into the weekend. Um, I know you've been on the simulator a little bit. Yeah. Um, what What's Michigan going to be like, you think? Yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, pretty much wide open, definitely wide open by yourself, and then just probably crack the throttle, getting the Aero tight behind people, but that's just big speedway racing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bryant and I were talking earlier, it's not like a super speedway where you have so much banking. You can really like lean on each other through the corner and not really touch, but lean on each other's air and there's a lot of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Michigan, you're going to get side by side with someone. It's more of a flat racetrack to where you're going to get air loose, air tight. So you're going to have to feather the throttle. It's not going to be easy, wide open, like a speedway. Mm -hmm. Speedway, you're going to get runs, kind of drag the brakes, things like that. Dance on the pedals. Uh, This, you may get a little free and have to just dump the gas Mm -hmm. and, and get through the corner. So it's going to be different. I think it's going to be uh, from watching video and, and things like that from the race last year in the truck race. It was kind of pack racing a little bit, lots of big runs, people getting surges, going down, passing, you know, one or two cars at the same time, diving into turn one. So I think Michigan's going to be a really good race. Tune in on TV. It's a Saturday race mm-hmm. for the truck series. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And I want to go ahead and mention, because he's already given me some trouble on here, his first debut on the truck this weekend as a sponsor, Jim Bob's Grizzly Beard Care. That's right. And uh, we're stoked. He's already giving me a hard time because I, I knocked my, my beard off. A yeah. Bit. So, uh, partner, Jim Bob's Grizzly Beard Care, uh, you can go check them out. Obviously, they've been helping me with my beard <laughs> for a while. Um, they've been on my helmet a lot. Good partner. Um, We have a lot of fun together. Um, We work together a lot on social media, different things. Uh, Jim Bob's has some really cool, like, obviously beer care products, but also uh, wooden combs, brushes, Mm -hmm. customizable boxes for your beer care stuff. A lot of cool stuff. Really cool stuff. Um, He's up there in Michigan. So this is a home race for him. Yeah. Uh, You can use Boyd 20 for 20% off as well. It's cool that our number and all these discounts and and the thing is, like, sponsors don't have to give people discounts. Like, no. it's my job to send people to their company and buy products. But they, they give a discount because they're excited about supporting me and the racing community. So, stoked to have them on board on the truck yeah. this weekend. Uh, that's going to be cool. We'll be hanging out with them. And if you are a fan that is at the racetrack, you can actually go buy Jim Bob's Grizzly Beer Care. Yeah. So, he'll be at the track. Come check us out. I'm sure I'll be signing autographs out there. Got to yeah. hang out with my boy Jim Bob. Everyone over there. This will be the first time we'll meet them in person, too. Yeah, which it's going to be a fun time. grizzly crazy, right? <laughs> uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm just glad that I got the best-looking beard on the crew. Yeah, well, 
now. You do have a fresh beard, though. Thank you, man. You do a good job. I appreciate it. So let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll go ahead and talk about all the wild action from Watkins Glen this weekend. Upper control arm brakes. Oh, while leading. Yeah. Kicking butt. 
I mean, come on. I would have been mad. And then people are like, why do you go to the holler and not talk to the media? Because the man did one practice, both of them, one qualifying, right? Yeah. Then he goes, and he's going to win the race, and then mechanical failure. It sucks. He's a human. He's a human. He's allowed to be mad. He's a competitor. Of all competitors. Yeah. He's he's off. Obviously, people know I'm a Cowboys fan. you got to respect his talent and ability. So, as a competitor, I go, man, you know, he got mad. Whatever, it happens. But then the cup race, yeah, everything let's, went let's, bad. Let's break this down. Everything okay. went bad. I, I didn't have a problem with it, but I had a problem with the Willie B versus Kyle Busch thing. I knew you would. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not just defending my boy here, but... Kyle Bush goes to outbreak him, spins on his own. William didn't do anything to make him spin. And then Kyle He pinched him down a little. Bit. Not that much. It was like lap three. I mean, come on. Yeah. And so but Kyle, I'm gonna exactly. so give him more room. I'm gonna give him credit, the wheel man he is, ran him back down, but then just booted him through the bus stop. I mean just absolutely booted him through the bus stop. But guess what? You can boot someone through the bus stop and they're not gonna tear their car up. I mean, he got lucky. I mean, he could have he he ripped, ripped the splitter off easily. Yeah. With Bubba? Or with uh, – yeah, yeah, I thought you meant like he did it to Byron no. twice. So, so, but then this is the, the comical part about between those two. So then – Chad can ask him on the radio. Oh. And William's getting pushed around a little bit lately, and it's – Time to start. And he's showing know. speed. Like. Yeah, and he's showing speed, and they're getting frustrated. And Chad's used to winning, so I'm sure there's friction there. Is he? Not lately. <laughs> yeah, then, Chad is the man. We know this. So Chad comes on the radio and tells William, "If that, if I see that 18 coming back around here, without any kind of problem or not roughed up at all, we're gonna have a problem." Yep. And so William goes up and taps. Goes to tap him. My man drags the brake. Kyle drags the brake a little hard. Ruined Williams' car. It was just, I mean, that part was just kind of funny. It was crazy. All right, so go ahead and heart this if you're with Kyle or like this if you're with um, William Byron. Okay. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I want to see if we get any action. I think you can change it even though if you've already liked your heart. So like if you're with Kyle. Kyle. Hard Hard for if you're with William. William Byron. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the next, you got Kyle Busch. Mm-hmm. What happens next? So I don't know if this started. We're getting earlier on angry faces. <laughs> We're getting high faces. I'm getting, I'm getting a, a lot I'm of a lot up. of mixture. That, uh, it's a lot of this is like who's crying. Someone's angry. Uh, Bush anyway, so okay. I don't know if we missed something earlier, but the first thing that I saw was Bubba Wallace, and I believe this is after he had wrecked. Um, Kyle's coming to pass him, and Bubba runs him all the way to the inside of the wall, which I didn't understand. So something must have happened before that. Then Kyle runs him back up at the track, door slamming each other. Kyle gives him one last good shot in the door, clears him. And then Bubba just dumps him. Dumps him. But he does it really well. Yeah. I got to give Bubba credit. Just yeah. whoop. Yeah. 
He was turning right, caught him on the corner. He was mad after the race, too. Yeah, no, uh, Bubba. He had some pretty uh, strong comments after the race. So I think when you, when you're a, not you're not a guy who contends for a lot of wins. I'm not going to say anything about Bubba. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say who he drives for in his situation. He does not contend for a lot of wins. Mm-hmm. Kyle contends for a lot of wins. When you ruffle the feathers of a guy who wins a lot, mm-hmm. you have to have strong words. Yeah. You have to stand up for yourself. You got to justify what you did. I'm not saying it was right or wrong, but you can't just disappear True. and act like it didn't happen. Yeah. So I'm going to side with Kyle. I think like that was a little too much. Uh-huh. I mean, Kyle's out here going for wins, fully capable of winning the race. Bubba's car probably wasn't going to win the race that day. Mm-hmm. So then Kyle, I'm listening to his radio, and they're like, Kyle, don't pay him back. Don't <laughs> do anything crazy. This is our last set of tires. Yeah. That's the only reason he didn't go wreck Bubba. And your guy comes back and still finishes, what, 11th or something after all of this? I mean, unreal. Yeah. So, Wheelman, we know that. But pretty interesting that Kyle had so many run-ins with so many different people. And then we got to talk about Blaney versus Jimmy. Who? Ryan Blaney versus Jimmy Johnson. Who would ever thought them two would get into it? He was the most calm, Calm level-headed guy. And it was a heated conversation, but it was respectful. Yeah. And Jimmy with that big old finger. Yeah. That's going to be intimidating, though. Seven times. And then he said, Blaney's quivering, shaking, didn't know what to do. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It's cool to see Jimmy angry because it's a new side that you never see. Yeah. I start, obviously, I love Twitter. I start going through Twitter. I'm like, oh, I got to read this. I got to see what's going on. Right. NASCAR fans are like, Jimmy Johnson's back. He's ready to go. He's going to come win three races in a row. I'm like, just because he pointed the finger at Ryan Blaney, I'm like, this, man, I love NASCAR fans. I think, fans. I think what the fans like to see, though, is like, and it's, it's, what, and it's what Jimmy's been talking about. He still has that fire to compete. He has Absolutely. that fire to win. He, it's not like he's not trying. But you if you don't I mean? have that fire, there's plenty of us that feel like we have the fire. <laughs> so, like, if you don't have the fire, you just need to go. Yeah. You know? And I don't think it's a lack of fire or has been a lack of fire for Jimmy Johnson. Um, I think they've struggled as a team over there. Uh, but they got a new crew chief, another new crew chief. Yep. you got to make changes, right? You know you have a proven driver. We were laughing in proven situations. Jimmy's you had more crew chiefs in the last this, month. This, this year, the last couple months, than he had his, what, his whole career pretty much. Yeah. It's wild. Crazy. All right, guys. So pretty much hit all of our topics. Uh, had a lot of fun. Nice to finally get back on the Eagles' nest. It was a little rocky start there, but we got it figured out. We got back in the swing of things. Uh, we've been busy doing so many other things, getting ready for this race weekend. Excited to be back yeah, at Michigan, driving the beautiful black eyes. Number 20, 1A Auto, Chevy Silverado, Young's Motorsports. It's going to be fun. Tune in. We're going to have a lot going on this weekend from Jim Bob's Grizzly Beer Care coming on the truck, having a blast with that we got some great associate partners. Stay tuned for some pictures of that, some more announcements, and just having fun getting ready for Michigan. That's right. You ready? Let's do it. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Eagles Nest with Spencer Boyd, Josh PR guy. Thanks for being behind the camera. Brian. Hello, America. Let me thank you. Yeah.
Feeling? 